This podcast is a proud member of the Paranormality Podcast Network. Hello. Hello. Welcome to I, I Have, have a, strange a Strange Story, story podcast. podcast. Um, this is Lindsay. Hi. And Rebecca. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we're the two sisters that retell people strange and paranormal stories and experiences. Um yeah. Gosh, it still seems like it seems like it's been forever since we've done a show. I know. It's But we just did it last week, right? Yeah, we did. Together. What the What the What the what? What? I don't understand it. I feel like I've never done this before. I know, it's weird. Jeez, I know. Well, welcome to the new year. Um, I have a like strange story for you. It's called the What the Fuck is Going On in the United <laughs> States of America. Times are weird, man. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely very bizarre um, time right now, right? It sure is. It's just... <sighs> I mean, our our president um, basically signaled for people to storm our uh, capital in Washington, D.C., while uh, the... What is it? The... Um, the senators were recounting the votes at his demand, and um, yeah, it's and he's looking to get impeached or prob- possibly removed from office. Like it's weird. It's really weird. <laughs> it's a really weird time. It's a really awful time. I mean, yeah. If it's just been really rough, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like, geez. Anyways, mm-hmm. let's. I can't. <laughs> we do this every day. This is what I go on TikTok for is to see all the updates. Not the up- not real updates, but you she know. She goes what I mean. to TikTok for her news. For my news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um but is this is this episode one ten? It is. One ten yo. I don't know why. Dude, wait, I have a question. I have an announcement question. Do you remember do you remember Eight Mile? Like, did you really watch it? I did. Dude, the last three like battle rap, like the scene or whatever. Uh Oh my god, it blows my mind. It blows my mind. Have we talked about this already? No. God damn. I made people watch it on New Year's Eve. (laughs) (laughs) It is amazing. Like, seriously, Mm. like, I had never realized. I always heard people talk about what an amazing rapper he was. And when I was younger, I was like, yay. You know, I didn't know any better. But, like, I witnessed it. I witnessed his genius. And I was like, this is what everyone's been talking about. (laughs) I loved it. Yeah, I'll replay it Mm -hmm. all the time, man. That's I great. also was introduced to another, um, anyways, no. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> Jeez. We can talk about this after the show. How about that? Okay. Okay. Let's talk about weird shit and weird, scary stories that things happen to people. Real life yeah. events. Yeah. Dude. It makes me think that our, my, our, the show's like topic has transcended because I think we've realized like it's. It's like not at first I thought it was just like scary stuff. Right. Yeah. But it's like it's everything. It's life. It's everything. Right. We talk about we say paranormal, but that could yeah. be anything. It's well, just para- strange. Yeah, right. Weird yeah. shit. And it's just experiences like I mm-hmm. don't know. So 
the reason why I say that is because my story is kind of one of those stories that somebody may scratch their head and be like, I'm not sure if this is paranormal, but I like think it is. Cool. Yeah, I was stoked to read it. Let's hear it. Okay, wait, I have one more announcement. What okay. is the name? What's the name of that show that you and I both watched? 1015? Was that the one that's narrated? It's a cartoon? No. And then it's two people having a conversation? Oh, no, um, no. Midnight Gospel. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's, that's like one. the best show in the world. Yeah. It blew I'm my just, mind. I'm just going to put it out there because I live in Colorado and it's legal. But if you are high, mm-hmm. you should watch this show. It'll blow your mind. It's it real was good. so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. I cried. I cried real hard. <laughs> oh, Lindsay. <laughs> so good. It was it's so, so good. good. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. So this is my story. I'm just going to tell it and I'm not even going to like, it. I'm not even going to tell you like the title. Okay. Awesome. So this happened about two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is like a 25 year old female. Um, she's working for a company that measures uh, the inside of your house. If you're getting like your floor redone. Okay. So they'll send someone ahead, ahead, whoa, ahead of time with an iPad and like they just walk with it and it maps out the house, right? So this is her last appointment of the day. She has like 10 to 14. She's tired. She's exhausted. She's ready to go home. She gets there and the owner of the house isn't there. So for whatever reason, she has to wait and she's waiting there for like 10 minutes and he finally shows up. He pulls up next to her and she describes him as like a typical middle-aged man is what she said. He had on a suit and a tie and she said he was balding and he just looked really like, I guess, nice, like put together, clean, clean cut. All right. Clean cut. We'll say that. Mm -hmm. So he apologizes and he's friendly and they go inside and when they get inside, the house is like spotless. And the furniture is like minimal. And she says that when she walked in, this is what she noticed was that it smelled like cleaning product. And she was like, that's, she didn't, she said she didn't think it was weird at the time when she walked in, it just smelled clean. And then there were two cats that were just kind of sitting on the couch, right? Just lounging. And the owner of the house is immediately like excited. And he's like, oh my God, my cats love you. They never love anyone. And she said immediately, she was like, that's weird because they're just sitting there. Mm Mm-hmm. But she didn't say anything. She said she had excellent customer service and she just played into it. I was like, oh, that's great. Um, So then he says, well, let's, you know, tour the house. Let's go. So she goes to the first bedroom with the iPad. um, And as they go in, he turns to her and says, don't mind the gun on the, the nightstand. He said, be careful. Don't touch it. It may go off. Then she said that immediately it struck her uh, and it made her very uncomfortable and she didn't want to be there, um, but she felt obligated because it was her job to finish. So as she's walking and after he says this, he asks her, can they track where you are with that thing? So it's with the iPad. Mm-hmm. And she said, she immediately said, absolutely. My boss knows where I am at all times and they can track my whereabouts, um, at all times because of this iPad or whatever. And he was like, wow, that's awesome. And she was like, it really is. And she says, that's a complete lie. my boss had no idea where I was. Mm-hmm. And if she said she, it could have been like gone for 24 hours and they wouldn't have noticed. Right. Right. And so, like, she just lied because she felt really weird. He goes to the next bedroom. The next bedroom, he says the same thing. Be careful for that gun. It'll go off. 
And she looks over and there's another gun sitting there. And she's like really uncomfortable at this point, but that's the last bedroom. So she's like, we're done. I get to go. They go in the living room and he stops her and says, Oh, I forgot. I want to put carpet on the basement stairs. He said, will you please measure these? She says again, customer service kicked in. She felt obligated. She felt like she had a smile and she agreed to go down the basement stairs. So she says when he opens the door, the stairs were not going to be fucking redone. They were wooden plank stairs that led into an unfinished basement. Hmm. There would be no, and he was getting carpet. She was like, they wouldn't do carpet just on these stairs. It didn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. Um, But she walked down to the bottom and he stood at the top of the stairs in front of the doorway. So she said she got to the bottom and looked around and she saw there were seven deep freezers that were lined along all the walls. There was a recliner in the middle of the room with a TV in front of it and VHS tapes spread out on the floor. And then about two big bookshelves that had VHS tapes full. Um, And she said she immediately was terrified. And all she kept telling herself was act normal like nothing is weird. Act like everything is completely normal and perfect. So she maintained her composure. She walked up the stairs and she said at about the fifth step from him, he still hadn't moved out of the way of the doorway and Mm -hmm. he hesitated. And she said that when he hesitated, she hesitated. And they stared at each other, she says, for what felt like hours. And he wasn't smiling. He just had a blank expression on his face. And then she said he finally moved his body out of the way. And she said she beelined it to the living room. He stopped her and said, wait, my cats really liked you. Will you please give them some treats? Again, she says she felt obligated. She went, she gave the cats their treats and then like literally ran out the front door, ran to her car. And she said she immediately started crying. She called her boss and was sobbing, um, just telling them how scared she was. And afterwards, she said she couldn't sleep for weeks, and she really had PTSD from this incident. So that's the story. Um, And she says that, so nobody could track her. Nobody knew where she was. And um, it would have taken 24 hours for people to realize that she was even gone. So um, basically, this story was titled, I think I was almost murdered by a serial killer. (laughs) Wow. No, seriously. Right? Right? Yeah. It's All it made me think the entire time was we have to stop making people feel like they have to be nice or that they have to smile or that they are obligated to do like anything for their work. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, no, like you don't have to, like if you're, if you work in a store that's being robbed, just give them the money and say bye. Like don't stop them. I knew someone who worked in a liquor store. Well, actually it was Mike. Mike worked in a liquor store and he said that, um, there were times when they would tell them if somebody steals a bottle bottle of liquor, go after them. And I was like, no, (laughs) No. your life is not worth it. Dude, like. A, mm-hmm. Like what's the, the most expensive liquor might be like $300 that they could possibly get their hands on or like 80 bucks because the other stuff is locked away. Your life isn't mm-hmm. worth $80. Yeah. 
It's That's crazy. insane, girl. I am so I mean, glad she got out of there. That it is this terrifying. is this may be the most scariest story that I've ever heard. It's pretty scary, right? <laughs> it's very, but it also like mm-hmm. I feel like w- women. Women are who I can identify with. So yeah. like for myself, like that's what it's like for me. If I, if I'm going to a new place, like when I had to do stuff like that for work, yeah. like that's the stuff that goes through your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just how trusting and I don't know, like, so in, in the medical profession, if, mm-hmm. if, if you're, if you're a woman and your physician is a male And, um, so like I used to work in a colonoscopy clinic for like eight or nine miserable months. And if we had a female patient with a male doctor, Mm -hmm. a rule was they had to have one other female in the room with them. So it was either the technician or the nurse, um, or like an anesthesiologist if there, if there was one or if it or if they needed one. And so that was kind of like, which is awful because then it's, it's like, um, uh, you have somebody there to, to protect you or a witness if something happens. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, <laughs> I just feel like if anybody's going into anybody's house, it should be two people going into a house no matter what, mm-hmm. because you don't know what, who is in there or what you're walking into. But like, yeah. especially if a woman, I mean, men can be victimized as well, but like, women were trained and were groomed to be polite, to be, um, uh, helpful and subservient. Not that Mm -hmm. you have to be just because you're a woman. Obviously that's not what we believe in Lindsay and I. Um, Mm -hmm. but, but it is kind of more of a dangerous world for women. It Mm -hmm. obviously is. I can't, I, I can say that I can guarantee that it's a more dangerous place for women and even more so for women of color. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Oh my God. I'm so glad that she got out of there. Seven freezers. Seven. And she said the whole time, like he'd been smiling, you know, just to make it a little bit Uh creepier. Like he seemed very pleasant and like was smiling. But then when he was blocking her away from the top of the stairs is whenever he wasn't smiling anymore. Oh God damn it. I don't like that. I know this poor young woman, but I completely agree. Like there should always be a partner situation. Mm -hmm. And I, um, if, if there is work where people are obligated to go by themselves, I am so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That that has to, like, it has to change. Like we can't be doing that stuff anymore. Like people's Mm -hmm. lives are just so important, but then you know what? There's also, you know what? There's the other side of it. Then we have to take care of the people because there's a reason why other people are having to go in and do those things. So actually, this is very philosophical and it goes back to how we raise people. (laughs) So um, I'm going to be done with this conversation now and I think we can move on to your story. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, my story is scary, but it's not as... It, it's not as novel or unique as yours, I guess. We're we're taking it back to good old sleep paralysis with mine. Yeah, that's good yeah, old fashioned fun good stuff. Good old fashioned sleep paralysis that I feel like we've all been through, or at least you know somebody you or somebody you know have had sleep paralysis. 
because sure. the odds are high. And this person, and I'm sorry I forgot to, to see what pronouns they preferred, but I'm going to go with she, her, because that's just what I feel like. And if that's wrong, I'm very sorry. Uh, I asked, but it was too late <clears throat> to get an answer. So this is the first episode of Sleep Paralysis that they had ever had. And this okay. happened about a month ago. And as per usual, it was very terrifying. Um, just being awake but not able to move or act. Pardon me, I just ate dinner. <laughs> and But they said that worst of all, there were two entities in her room. Okay. So one was a little girl in a flowy white dress. And their face was obscured by their long, wild hair, she says. But she could see that this child had empty eye sockets. Yes. Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so to make things even worse, this little girl was giggling and she had a finger to her lips. And then she pointed down towards where the sleeper's feet were. So her, she couldn't move, so she just followed her eyes to where the finger was landing. It was pointing out a gaunt, gray-skinned thing that was hunched over, um, and its back was towards her. It was naked, hunched, and dirty, but the most off-putting thing was her face. She says that the cheeks were sagged. There was, she had a small, wrinkled mouth, with, uh, and then her hair was just like white and gray tendrils. And they had small beady eyes. And they were looking at her. This thing at the end of the bed whispered something to the little girl. And the little girl fucking giggled. Again. Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) And so we're going to call this figure at the end of the bed an old woman. Because that's how she describes it. So this old woman began to crawl up her body. And she says each time the old woman moved... She could hear, like, a crackling and a snapping sound. And then, before she knew it, they were face-to-face with each other. She says she's never been so terrified in her life. This old woman caressed her face, and the sleeper felt like a nail maybe had cut her cheek. The woman whispered something, and she wasn't sure what she said. The old woman smirked. The sleeper blinked her eyes. And then when she opened them, they were the both of the entities were gone. She said that she regained control, and uh, she she checked to see if there was a cut on her face, and she didn't feel anything, but she did say she felt something that was wet. So I don't Ugh. know if that was tears or drool or yeah, ghost blood, blood. Yeah, yeah. What is that stuff? That ectoplasm. Yes, ectoplasm. Mm-hmm. That's ectoplasm for 500. <laughs> this, is, this is just a throwback. I'm going to put this in because I can't help myself. Uh, <laughs> I'll take the rapist for 800. Yeah. <laughs> that's the therapist, Mr. Connery. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's from an SNL skip, skit that Lindsay and I really liked whenever we were kids. Yeah, um, I thought that was really funny. Yeah, so this was an interesting story because what this woman, what the experiencer had was sleep paralysis. And we talk about sleep paralysis a lot because it is a weird worldwide phenomenon that a lot of people experience. And we also see similar things. 
which is very mm-hmm. strange. And this um, sleep paralysis is some kind, sometimes called um, the old hag syndrome because... Whoa! Um, seeing, what a weird name. Dude. Yeah, because seeing a night hag is a common entity in sleep paralysis. So, and it's hmm. been seen over um, multiple cultures all over the world, dating back for a long spans of time. Dude, that's yeah. crazy. It is so crazy. I just, I just love sleep paralysis. Like, I don't like it, <laughs> but yeah. it is an interesting thing to, to talk about because there's so much... Um, there is so much science that goes into this as well. So I'm just going to, I just feel like I'm a broken record whenever I talk about it, but um, I feel confident enough like talking about sleep paralysis because we've talked about Mm -hmm. it so much. But if you're new to the show and you don't know, um, so whenever you are in REM sleep, your brain releases a chemical to paralyze your body so that you are not making these actions in your sleep. And, um, And so... Whenever you're waking up, sometimes that chemical doesn't go away, and that's how you get the paralysis part of it. And then you're in this weird dream-awake state. It's Whenever you have sleep paralysis, it is very, very real. And you may even have your eyes open. I'm not 100% sure. I don't know if I've had my eyes open before during sleep paralysis. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that I have seen things that look just like my bedroom, and I've seen people in there, too. Um, no i know fuck that it's terrifying it's terrifying and some people experience this all the time um i'm sorry unless you like it i don't like it um (laughs) i don't wish this on anybody um (laughs) but there's um let's see what else is i gonna say oh yeah people who experience sleep paralysis may have like a neurological condition too it it is Mm -hmm. related to narcolepsy and um a lot of people, I think, associate narcolepsy with, like, people just that are tired, but it's actually, like, an overactive um, stimulation in your brain. And so mm-hmm. you're – I don't I, – I can't explain it very well, but, like, your brain just kind of shuts down. Um, goats experience this, and so do sometimes Dobermans. You can watch, oh, okay. like – like, if a goat gets really scared, they just fall scared. over it's because they they're narcoleptic. Over, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't know that was why. Yeah, I know. You should, like, Google narcoleptic goats. It's really weird. Oh, well, I've seen it happen, but I didn't understand it was narcolepsy. I thought it was because they were scared. Yeah. Yeah. Or that was That's like a crazy. defense mechanism. It is weird, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. 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 So um, let's see. Just a little bit of um, folklore about this in Newfoundland. Newfoundland? Newfoundland? Mm-hmm. That's a really hard word to pronounce for me right now. Um, you're warned not to sleep on your back or risk the night hag visit. And it's the same type of situation. She crawls up from the foot of your bed and sits on your chest. And it's mm. so heavy, you can't feel like you can move or breathe. She has been known to try to seduce or kill you. Wow. Lots of fun. So. When people talk about sleep paralysis a lot, people talk about the the weight on the chest. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is one description of it is, what is she called? The whatever hag? The night hag. Yeah. The night or hag. Old hag syndrome. And then there's syndrome. the old hag syndrome. And then there's the, don't hellhounds do it? Mm-mm. Do they sit on your chest? No. No, there's, so common sleep paralysis entities are the old hag, um, shadow okay. people, the hat man, mm-hmm. and then there's a yes. demon cat. 
It's the demon cat that sits on mm-hmm. your chest. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, hellhounds. <laughs> go back to your business. Like, the they were like, what yeah. the fuck? And they're like, we gotta go sit on chess. I know. They're like, I'm a good boy, I guess. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I'll do it for a treat, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah but yeah and it's it that is kind of a common thing too is feeling pressure on your chest i've had sleep paralysis before and i can't really recall having pressure on my chest it's mm-hmm. usually just the feeling that i can't move and that i can't um and that there's some something in there with me and mm-hmm. you know it's weird is that i kind of wonder if sleep paralysis is for I, I don't know how else to describe it, but like contagious in a way, because mm-hmm. if somebody talks about it or if I watch a movie about it or sometimes if I read something, I will have sleep paralysis. Oh, man. Like that night. Yeah. So I might have it tonight. We'll see. But um, I did have it not too long ago. I actually talked to somebody about they posted something somewhere and I just wanted I feel like since I know about it, I like to give people advice and talk to people about it a little bit. And after mm-hmm. I, I gave my, my spiel, that night I had sleep paralysis. And it was different because um, I had more of an auditory auditory hallucinations. So I mm-hmm. heard words. And I don't know what they said, but it was real fucking scary. It was just like right in my ear saying things in a fucking scary demonic voice and I couldn't get it to go away but um but I I think that I just sunk back into sleep and I was able to wake up and everything was fine um and that's one way that you can get out of it and it's really hard I think to whenever something is so so real and so vivid for you to be like I just need to ignore it and fall asleep but if you don't fight it if you just if you just accept it in a way and then just relax and go back to sleep, then you can probably go back into a normal REM dream and then wake up normally like like you do. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I just feel like that that's really hard to do, especially if it's a one-off thing. You're probably not going to remember that. And if you do, good for you. Um, but yeah, and other things too, though, if you have it frequently, you should probably see a doctor about it. I have a friend who who had um, a hard time dealing with it. And so she actually went to a neurologist and they were able to f- put her on some medication and she was okay. Doesn't explain like why we all see the same thing. There was, There's just so much that goes into sleep paralysis that we can explain with science, but we can't explain the why we all collectively see the same thing. And so I, I always like to talk to you about this shit, Lindsay, because you have the coolest like thoughts about it and hypothesis but it to me it just seems like you know you talk about visiting other people's dreams and and uh, we're all connected maybe whenever we're asleep and maybe that's the how these sleep paralysis entities travel from one person to another is that subconsciously like I'm getting all hippy dippy here we're all connected man to the consciousness we're all on a tapestry we're yeah. all attached to each other. Yeah. Go watch I Heart Huckabees and watch this scene with Dustin Hoffman <laughs> in the tapestry. Okay, like, I will. Dude, maybe. Yeah. Oh, that's the one scene that I'm just like, oh my. Like, it blew my mind. Because yeah. after he talks about the tapestry, he goes to the sensory deprivation tank. <sighs> I'd love to do that. I have to do that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> 
What was I going to say about it? Uh, oh, yeah. And like, but remember the one show that we did, we talked about loss of time. Mm-hmm. And we talked about, oh, well, we talked about whenever you sleep and you wake up feeling like I just fell asleep. That's right. time loss. Like right. that's, and it could mean that you visited another dimension mm-hmm. or that you went and, and, to another dimension and there were those shadow creatures that did things shadow creatures shadow people that did things to you and then you woke up and then you know they erased your mind there's all these different theories about it that are just yeah. crazy yeah. but i really think we all connect in our sleep like i swear to god dreams that you have with people in them and how real it feels it's because like it is a real experience yeah that it kind of, just this whole dream thing it really makes me t- start thinking about like simulations and mm-hmm. how so there's a lot of there's not a lot but there well i guess there is like you can go a rabbit hole down a rabbit hole about simulations and if we're living in one and stuff like that and so you know if if we are living in a simulation which don't get don't be concerned if you are there's nothing we can do about it people we're just going to go about our normal lives and be and be mm-hmm. the sims and not have any control about anything but that is actually life too there's only certain That's things true. that we can control so yeah so it's fine we all subscribe to the social like constructs don't oh even let me let's start let's start down that path path again no. shall we yeah <laughs> nothing is real <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that is just, it is just, I don't know where I was going with this, but just this collective consciousness that we, Mm -hmm. that we share together that, um, what is real life and what isn't, and when, and when we're in a dream, that is real life and the characters Mm -hmm. that we meet and the people that we are and the places that we are, it's, it's real in our mind. It's just like that quote Mm -hmm. from Dumbledore. Of course it's in your mind, Harry, but that doesn't mean that it's not real. And, um, and that's kind of what I think about simulations too. So it goes, I don't want to like anthropomorphize anything as much as I already do, like my freaking cat. But like, if you're playing a video game and you create a character and they just keep dying and then coming back to life, like, I don't want to say that they have a consciousness, but that is a simulation. Mm -hmm. You right? a, a game is a simulation, and so you're moving your character, and you're putting them all of these these certain, you know, like I don't know where I'm going with this, but it, to me, it is similar, like a, as a in a dream world. Have you ever? There is a movie. It's a Tom Cruise movie mm-hmm. where he keeps dying every day. It's kind of like a Groundhog Day yeah. thing, but it's a Saving the World thing. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen that. That's a really good movie, and that's a great example. That's what Lindsay. it reminds me of. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, what is that called? I can't um, think of what it's called. I've recently watched way more like action film and any of that <laughs> than I ever have in my entire life. And I just let me. I was such an asshole about movies when I was younger. I, I mean, was such an asshole, dude. I wouldn't watch anything, and I know. everything was bad. Like I don't know what the like, just an asshole. But like they're they're good movies, man. Like pop culture movies. Are, 
can be good movies. There's a reason it's pop culture. They have mm-hmm. fucking good writers. They do a yeah. good job. Like, yeah. I think I just rejected it because it was popular, I feel like. But dang, that Tom Cruise movie is good. I can't think of what it's called, but that's the, a great example. Yeah, my husband I just and I Google, saw that. like, Tom Cruise dies a lot, like, in the movie and <laughs> comes back. Yeah, yeah. Saves the world. Yeah, yeah saves the world. And that woman has to teach him. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Yeah, the one thing, like, the one thing that I take away from that movie the most is that woman is doing, like, a really weird fucking, like, pose. She's, like, doing a a push-up, except it, she's just pushing up her whole body, like, her legs, mm-hmm. too. She's in a plank, uh-huh. but her legs aren't down. Yeah. And I see her do that, and I'm like, good lord. Seriously? She is. Can you she believe that? Wrong. Yeah. Like, there's no way. Like, yeah. when I sometimes I'll be like, "Hey, I'm doing like you're doing good, girl," and then I'll see like videos like that, and I'm like, "How in the world?" You have to be. I feel like you have to be a certain proportion in order to do that correctly. You have to be a perfect. Oh that way, you can balance yourself exactly where your elbows are tucked in and your arms are out. Other than yeah. that, like. That's a balancing That's act. That's hard work. It is hard yeah. work. Like, I think that I would go out on a limb to say, I may lose some people here. <laughs> Cheerleaders mm-hmm. are amazing athletes. Yeah, they amazing are. Amazing athletes. And I don't know about calling golfers athletes when we compare them to cheerleaders. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being silly. But, like cheerleaders are probably the most amazing athletes in my opinion like the physical shape that they have to be in to do the things that they do Mm -hmm. blows my mind like (laughs) it's crazy right Mm -hmm. yeah i have mad respect for them yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) i mean we also now do a show about movies that we've seen and athletes so if you like paranormal Stories. You like come listen you like, to us. You like talk. You like hearing two people talk about movies that we can't remember the the film title. title. Although that is in our like, <laughs> if you hear our ad run in any other podcast, we do say that we talk about movies and we can't we remember do. the title. So it's well, it's th- it's a thematic thing. It doesn't. We we never know the names of movies. It's a genetic. <laughs> it's a problem like, issue. It, there's. Know. There's other things, there's other information that we hold on to that's perfectly useless, but movie titles, move, like mm-hmm. movie stars for me, I can't. Yeah, I just I don't. I can't. No, fuck it. I don't even it. know if I've seen some movies sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Well, people will say, have you seen this? And I'd be like, no, I don't think so. And then we watch it and I'm like, I've seen this. And they're like, you fucking literally said you hadn't. And I was like, I didn't know the name. <laughs> like, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. I like, I have to see it. I don't know. I don't recall all the time. Yeah. Um, oh, anyways, well, you know, you guys, sometimes <laughs> if you send us your stories, we'll, we'll share those and mm-hmm. we've just gone off track today. So, well, and we'll try to, to relate the them to a movie that we just won't know the title to. Yeah. That's cool, Every time. Yeah, yeah. It's our thing. So we would like to share your story um, so that other people can know that other people have experiences similar to theirs because you weren't alone. Um, so if you would like for us to share them, please send them to I have a strange story podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> gmail.com. We'll be happy to read your stories and yeah. share them with everyone. Yeah. And subscribe, rate and review us. And if you do review us, please give us a nice review and send us a snapshot of that to our email address with your physical mailing address. And we will mail you some stickers. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, 
That's I guess all, until folks. next time. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye.